so excited to be back on the podcast with you guys today with um, a new series that we're starting that will take us through most of the rest of summer, and that is going through the book of Esther. This has been something that I've been thinking about for a while now, but just haven't really got around to actually doing it, so now we're actually doing it. So today we're going to break apart Esther chapter 1, and we're just going to jump right into it and read a couple verses from the... from the first chapter of Esther. So we're going to start in Esther 1, 10 through 12. And well, just to set it up a little bit, there's like this big feast that's going on in um, the time of Esther. And the king of that like day and age or whatever was having a big party. And they were just celebrating. And that's what was going on. So that's like the setting that's taking place when this all happens. And it says it was the seventh day of the festival when the king was feeling good and he command he was with all of his officials and all the people who personally served him and he asked for queen vashti to be brought before him with her royal crown because he wanted to show off her beauty to the people and the officials because she was very beautiful but queen vashti refused to come at the king's command that was delivered by his his people And the king became furious and his anger burned within him because of this. So I understand that there's a lot of different like perspectives on that because like in one sense, if I knew that there was like a big festival and I was the queen and the king asked me to come, there'd be a part of me that wouldn't want to come because I knew that he was trying to like in a way like show me off, you know. But at the same time, culture was, we have to remember that culture was a lot different then. And there are some parts that we don't know about how their culture was and things like that. So we can't just like be like, oh yeah, I wouldn't do that either. Because obviously there was something in what she did that was seen as like not right. Um, She didn't, but ultimately whether, I understand that she didn't want to be shown off or whatever, but ultimately when it comes down to the bottom line is that she didn't support her husband when she knew she should have so then she ended up embarrassing her husband the king instead and like I said like at times like it's kind of like a hard thing because we don't know everything about the situation exactly because like we weren't there in that time so we don't know what was normal what wasn't normal what you're supposed to do all that kind of stuff But ultimately, when it comes down to it, like I said, she didn't support her husband. She didn't show him support in the way that um, was respectful to him. Instead, she disrespected him. And not only did she disrespect him, but she disrespected him in front of tons of people. And that is still, like, a big deal. And obviously, it's a big enough deal that then that's where the whole entire story of Esther kind of comes to take place. Because... Um, now we're going to keep on reading in verse 16 and it says in the presence of all the kings and the officials, they were talking about Queen Vashti and they're talking about how she has wronged not only the king, but all the officials and the people who are in every one of the king prop, one of the king's providences for the queen's action will become public knowledge to all the women and cause them to despise their husbands and say, the king ordered Queen Vashti brought before him. But she did not come. Before this day is over, the noble women of Persia and the surrounding towns who hear about the queen's act will say the same thing to all the king's officials, resulting in more contempt and fury. 
So even though, like I said, we might not completely be like, oh, she just didn't want to be shown off in that moment or whatever. But I think we need to take that at the surface, but then also just look at the fact of the fact that ultimately, like I said, she was disrespecting her husband. She wasn't showing him honor. So we're saying we can't let this just pass by because then all of the people are going to think that they don't have to show honor either. And that is a big deal. So they're like, we have to do something about this. So like Queen Vashti has to go. So we need to find a new queen. But, so yeah. That's kind of like what happens in the first chapter of Esther. But as I was thinking about that and reading about that, and then something that a portion of my Bible said, like it's like a study Bible, so there's little inserts sometimes. And someone wrote this thing, and she was talking about how when she was reading Esther, something that she noticed was that, or that she had a revelation of, was that wisdom isn't knowing all the answers. It's knowing what's important and then walking in that. And Vashti didn't do this. In the moment, in that moment, despite the situation and how it made her feel or how um, it looked or whatever, Vashti ultimately lost track of what was truly important, which was respecting her husband. Which is like, you know, even now, like whether you're married or not, well, well, if you are married, then your first priority is to God, but then to your spouse, right? And if you're not married, then it looks a little bit different. But still, we're still supposed to respect the people around us. And she just totally lost track of that. And so many times, I feel like we do that too. We let a certain situation cause us to lose track of what is truly important. Whether that's like, hmm, like a situation where someone hurts our feelings or where life doesn't go our way, or there's like tons of different situations. But, but so many times, so many times we do that. We let a situation cause us to lose sight of what's truly important, what's truly at stake here, and what truly matters, maybe because we're having a hard time, or because um, we're distracted, or because we're simply just focused on the wrong things. You know what I mean? It can look a lot of different ways a lot of different times but that fact in and of itself leads me to three different questions and the first question is are we willing to not have all of the answers but trust anyways and so it's like I said wisdom isn't necessarily knowing all of the answers it's knowing what's important in walking in that And so, yeah, are we willing to not have all the answers, but trust God anyways? Trust what he's doing in our life right now anyways. Trust what he has shown us to do anyways. Even though we don't feel like it, even though that doesn't look like what we might not want to do at the time, even though maybe sometimes it doesn't exactly make sense or goes against the flow of culture, are we willing to trust anyways? And then the second question is, are we even willing to admit that we don't even have all the answers. Like sometimes I'll have a hard time even just admitting that I'm wrong. Like especially in an argument or something, I'll have such a hard time even just admitting that I'm wrong, let alone admitting that I don't have all the answers. Like, you know what I mean? That can be a hard thing to 
admit. And then sometimes we admit that we're like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't have all the answers. But then we use that as like a cop out to do nothing, which also isn't good. There's like two different sides of the spectrum, but neither one is the right way to be. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we're supposed to admit that we don't have all the answers, but then look to the one who does and then get guidance and trust his leading from there. And then the third question is, are we willing to support those around us without knowing all of the answers? So whether that's like maybe a situation in someone close to us's life um, that maybe we don't agree with every part of it, or maybe it's just a really hard situation for us and them or for them or whatever that it may be. Or maybe there's just someone who's going through something that we've never been through before. And we're like, I have no idea what it's like to go through that. I have no idea what it's like to be in that place. I have no idea or whatever that it might be. Like, are we willing to still be there and show support, even if we don't have all of the answers? And those are just some things that this story has kind of like prompted me to think about that I just thought I would share on here to just kind of like prompt all of us to think about. I think sometimes in our heads, we think that some at some point we will know all of the answers. Like we have this like thing in our head, like eventually I'll get to this place where I have this, 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 and this, and I'll do this, this, and this, and then I'll do this, or then I'll do that, or whatever. But that's not even true. Like, we're only fooling ourselves when we think that. The more we realize we need wisdom, the more we will be able to walk in wisdom. The reality is we can't know everything. But that doesn't mean that we can't walk in wisdom. Because like I said earlier, wisdom is knowing what's important. Walking in that and letting go of the rest. Trusting God with the rest and in this story like I said we kind of learn from Vashti how not to do that but as we keep on going forward we're gonna see how Esther does do that like even though she doesn't know all of the answers she does connect with God he shows her what's important she walks in that and then she trusts him with the rest and the results of that end up being literally so so amazing and so that's why I'm so excited to continue going through the book of Esther um, with you guys through the rest of the summer. And I just know that it's going to be so good because we just get like a first um, impression slash view of what walking in wisdom, even though we don't know everything, but we know the one who does and that's enough and how trusting that can literally change everything. So no matter where you are today or what you're going through or what you're facing or what you're trying to figure out, or even if you're just living everyday life and you feel like nothing's changing at all and it's just kind of mundane, just remember that the more we realize we need wisdom, the more we will be able to walk in it. And wisdom isn't knowing all the answers. It's knowing what's important, walking in that and trusting God with the rest. Thanks for being here today, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening and I'll catch you next time with more from the book of Esther.